session, but this is the second follow-up, which has a lot to do when you're talking about development. Um, I think you talked about, you know, um, puberty, physical development, mental development, like your their development of you know, your mental understanding of the game. Obviously, there's emotional intelligence, like um, knowing when and how to talk to a player who is, you know, missing balls or whatever. You know, I think communication was the big things that I yell out on the sideline. I try not to yell out action verbs like shoot or score or whatever, but I'll say communicate, you know, like talk to each other guys talk. Cause you know, they just, you know, the particular team I'm thinking about is every kid is in their own head and they're not communicating. They're not doing the ball, 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 you know, they're not, you know, um, and then there's other teams where they're talking. They're like, I got it. I got, or they're, 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 they're communicating. They, they might be verbally, but they're looking, one person's raising his hand, one person's looking up, one person like just knows that his player is there. So he does like a back kick and I'm just like, wow, okay. So, and this is same age groups, by the way, that I'm thinking of, um, just two different dynamics. So I'm going back to a point that I kept bringing up earlier is the psychological development. Yeah. And I know you guys are not psychologists or psychiatrists. I understand that. But as a parent, I think you understand that a child's like how they think of themselves, how they think of um, their environment, their people around them, you know, how they think of what their parents think of them, you know, what their friends think of them. All those things are constantly like impacting decision making, impacting. So how what is your y'all's the club's take on um the psychological development of players and then and then do you adjust for that like you know um so for example one big mental block that i think a lot of kids have is i haven't scored i've never scored or i haven't scored this game or i'm going through a drought you know um and you know how do you coach that or how do you you train around um the psychological component yeah yeah so um i mean i think <laughs> you you know you said uh we're not psychologists or, uh, but we're default um <laughs> everything even family therapists <laughs> so uh you know that's just that comes with the, the territory i guess um yeah so using the example you gave right the kid that might say oh you know they're not a scorer because they didn't they haven't scored um and so that hasn't been a part of their identity. I think, you know, from a coaching standpoint, again, you can build that into your session where uh, there are a lot of small sided games and where that kid is put in the situation where they have to score, right? It's, it's 2v2 or 1v1, you know, um, uh, eventually they would start scoring in training and then it becomes so it's not it's not this um foreign thing that you know um is completely outside of their, their psyche uh and their ability so that's one i mean this is at like the young young level at a you know older level meaning you know maybe even you 11 you 12 you 13 
this is also a good time for those kids if they're playing in the even if they're not but if they're especially if they're playing in the offensive position they should have one-on-one sessions with uh trainers that focuses on finishing um and in those sessions they will have a lot of opportunities to score because literally it's going to be them the coach and the big goal right and then building in those reps because the body keeps score this is what i you know i I always say this right the body keeps score and so after you build in the reps it becomes it, it becomes an extension of who you are the ball comes you're in front of the goal it's like the ball comes like you you know, like, it's not going to be something where, you, oh, I haven't scored. It's not, you know, like, you're not. And so you, you're going to work through that, especially when it's a one. Because, you know, what happens a lot in large team uh, situations is uh, players, especially if they don't have the psychological makeup, they tend to hide. Right. So, um, you know, if, if it's 15 kids or 20 kids in the session or whatever it is, uh, the kid that maybe more timid or whatever is going to hide even during that session meaning like they're not going to try to get the ball the ball is going to come to them they're just going to play hot potato and just you know pass it off real quick etc but in a one one-on-one situation there is no hiding right and so if it's 30 minutes they're going to work more that 30 minutes than they did for the six hours you know they had all week either a large team session so there's another important reason why, you know, those, especially for those, you know, it's important to know the kid, right? The parents should know what kind of kids they have and and pay attention to those things. If you have a kid that's more timid or may not be as confident, it's important for them to have one-on-one sessions with um, a trainer, someone focusing on, you know, an aspect of the game that they, um are not as strong in, right? So I use finishing as an example, because that's one of the premier ones that always comes up, right? It could be dependent, it could be, um, you know, just skills, like uh, the ability to dribble or take a guy on, et cetera. Um, So I think it's, and, you know, in the the, the situation where there's a a kid that has, you know, may not have may may be not as confident, right? Because a lot of this is about confidence. You know, we 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 may um, put it in you know psychological terms and say, oh, there's some, but a lot of it comes about. And and for the most part, in sports in particular, confidence comes from extreme preparation. And when you prepared yourself, uh, because the other, the opposite also happens in sports, where you would have, uh, you know, the delusional confidence, right? Where uh, you can even be great, you know, like if you remember, uh, Iron Mike um, didn't train at all and went in the ring with Buster Douglas, and Buster Douglas knocked him out. Right, that even if you're Iron Mike and you haven't prepared, you can get knocked out by Buster Douglas. Right, so but 
when Iron Mike is prepared, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you put in front of him, he's going to wash him. Right? And so th this is important. I think, like, um, it's extremely important. And, you know, training has so many aspects of it outside of the game that's important. But for me, I think it's important that the preparation is taken so serious that you're going to get confident. And even if you, you don't have it, it's going to, uh, it's going to reveal itself by your performance, right? So you're so prepared that you, you get on the field or the court or wherever it is, and you start playing and you start performing, then like everybody, you, you say, oh, oh, you can control the ball. You can, you're passing, you're stopping the guy. Oh, you, you're taking free kicks, you're shooting. Oh, yeah, that's me. I can do that, right? But that comes from preparation. But if you don't prepare, you you can psych yourself out all you want, like Iron Mike, you know? He's, I'm sure he, like, oh, you can psych yourself out. You don't prepare. You can have this, you know, the fake confidence, and you get in the ring, or, I mean, you get on the field, and the guy that actually prepare is going to just swoop that away from you all the, because the first, you know, once he go, blows past you, scores, then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm really not that good <laughs> because I didn't prepare, right? And so, you know, that's, that's what I think. I think um, I think preparation is the key. You know, that's, that's, that's I, I push. Nice. Nice. No, man, thank you. Um, thank you for getting, there's a lot more questions on my list. So I figured, um, you know, we're a little bit over an hour from the, you know, recording perspective. We can, we can, um, and I'm going to, you know, share a notebook that I've been keeping track of on uh, OneNote with you guys. And, and it's just observations, um, observations of various teams. And this is where the questions or the idea to, to have this conversation came from, right? It's from these observations, from conversations, and and just trying to gather that, make sure you guys have access to that data, um, and, you know, do what you will with it. Um, but again, thank you. Very informative. Um, you know, even I know I did, I know going into this, I didn't have all the answers, and so I'm glad I asked some of these questions and, and learned um, about this. And I do think, um, just like you know, I, I seen you had some of these parents running that hill over at um, <laughs> um, um, Shepherd. It's there's the physical learning, like knowing what they can do, and then there's also the um, this part of it, right? The questions, the answers. I, I can't imagine, you know, um, there's you know, there's always some value in learning anything. Right. And so if you're learning something that your kid is spending a lot of hours in or a lot of time in or has a high interest in, um, you can't lose. So thank you again for doing this. I appreciate it.